Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dev Thing Podcast with you, your hosts, Nicola and Sean. And today we've got each three links from the past week that we found interesting. So what was your first link, Sean? All right. My first link is going to be uh, for Go developers primarily, although it is something that everyone should know about. If you haven't heard of Let's Encrypt, you should definitely know about it. It's a way to get free TLS certificates so that you can have HTTPS on your project. Now, here's the cool thing about that. The link I have this week is from AutoCert, and it is a Go package that automatically generates, stores, and serves the HTTPS. So you, all you have to do is write the code, put like two extra lines in and change the way you write a couple things, and I'm talking like a minute's worth of effort, put it on the server, run it. The first time someone hits your site, it will automatically see it doesn't have a key, do all the Acme protocol negotiation, get a cert, download it, serve your stuff securely. And the next time someone comes to your site, it sees it already has the certificate, so it serves it securely. And when it sees it's going to expire, it automatically renews it. So you're done. You've got HTTPS for almost no effort and 100% for free. Awesome. This is great. I agree. Cool. Cool. Uh, okay, so my first link is titled One-on-One uh, -on -one Meeting Questions Great Managers Ask Their Teams. This is a link from getlighthouse.com, and it actually has, believe it or not, 102 one-on-one -on -one meeting questions. Uh, so, you know, if you're like, oh, man, you know, what should I be asking my team or what should I be asking my own manager? There you go. You can check this out and maybe get some ideas. Most excellent. All right. Well, that's a bit businessy, and so is this one, although I think uh, you would argue that it's something that is good for everybody. It's from Forbes.com, and the title is The Great Big Lie That Will Destroy Your Career Success. And the great big lie is when you say, I'm not a manager or I'm not a senior programmer or I can't get a programming job or I can't whatever because this reason. In other words, I, I don't have the opportunity. I couldn't afford to go to the right school. I don't live in the right area. I don't have a car, whatever your thing is, because the, the very condensed version of the article is if you say you don't have choices or options, you're lying to yourself you have choices and options. You just don't like any of them because they require effort on your part. So instead of saying, I can't do this because, you know, I don't have the, I didn't have the chance. I didn't have the chance other people had. Now, you have chances and options, maybe not the same ones other people had, but it, you can't let it define you and hold you back. So I'll just stop there because anything I can say is probably going to be a little bit of repetition. Great. Great. Yes, I totally agree. This is sounds the... very James Clear, James Clear esque, right? <laughs> Actually, it's. Uh, I would also say something aligned along the lines of stoicism, where basically it's like, well, how about you don't complain about something you can't control and start working on something you can control? So be it within your circle of control. Anyways, cool. Okay, this is great. My second link is titled uh, How to Run a Meeting. 
and it's by Rans, Rans and Repose.com, a very known guy, Michael Loops, right? Uh, I did not know, I do have like, I think maybe just one of his books, and I read a few of his articles, but I did not know that he actually goes into profanity, as they say in the meetings. <laughs> I mean, in the articles, which actually makes him, I would say, even more human. I mean, go now, kill me. Hey, he said that swearing is cool. Not necessarily, but as a way of, I don't know, expression, probably, maybe, right? Probably, hey, if I get fired because of this, hey, HR, come on, we all do it, right? Anyways, I'm joking a bit, but uh, a few notes here, just again, notes. Go read it. You know, he actually wrote multiple, multiple articles about you know meetings and such but this one is i would say maybe even a bit funny and here are a few i don't know comments not comments quotes from the this article um where he says that basically a meeting has two critical components an agenda and the referee and i was like hey i agree with that right an agenda and referee and why the referee well referee so that he guides the conversation right uh, because, and then he says actually that the lack of referee is a guaranteed disaster. I'm like, okay, interesting, right? Uh, two quotes that I uh, have from here also is, it is the responsibility of the referee to constantly be visually surfing the room to determine, uh, to determine who is and isn't engaged. And then he says, this is effing hard. <laughs> like, wow, you're right. And then he like quotes like seven people in a meeting. And I'm like, how about 20? No go, right? How are you going to, are you going to call out someone when you see that he is clearly not paying attention, especially remote? And, you know, my setting is that we are all remote, 20 people. So that can be interesting, right? And lastly, the definition of successful meeting is that when the meeting is done, it never ever occurs again. Hmm. That honestly got me thinking. So for my you know Monday meetings, I'm gonna have to rethink, rethink stuff. And again, totally side note, I did the thing that I usually do. I went and googled some books on the meetings, and I bought one book about meetings. You will hear about that in some next episodes. <laughs> All right. So uh, my last link is actually a link to a YouTube video. The title is How to Do 90% of What Plugins Do with Just Vim. And it's a little over an hour. It's about an hour and 14 minutes long. And it shows how to do all kinds of really cool stuff with just standard Vim. And it lets you, it teaches you how to do certain things like having a fuzzy, being able to open files by a fuzzy file name how to use C tags, which a lot of people might be familiar with if they write in certain languages, to generate a file. And then in Vim, it'll automatically autocomplete if you do the, you know, the, the completion keyboard shortcut from your tags. You can also jump. Like say you're on a line of code and you have the cursor on a variable name or a function name or a type you can hit a command keystroke to jump to its definition. And then, of course, from within there, jump to another definition, jump to another definition, and then you could jump back one or more levels, even all the way back to where you started. So it's nice when you're even reading some code. Even between files? Even between files, absolutely, yes. Okay. Which is really cool. How to kind of make your own snippets, like if you have, 
you know, a template HTML or a template function or class or whatever that you pretty much type exactly the same thing regularly. You can have a keystroke that just automatically popul populates it uh, where you want. You can autocomplete entire lines, not just words, and a bunch more stuff. There's just some really cool, cool things. And for someone like me who hates plugins, it's really useful, and I was able to immediately use some of the things in there. I do use Vim every day, and it definitely made me a lot more efficient in just one video. So it probably took me well over two hours to watch an hour and 14-minute video because I kept pausing it and trying things and making notes and making sure that I had this stuff implemented in my VimRC and all the documenta do documentation I wrote based on it. Awesome. Interesting. If you ever write a plugin, it would probably be called a no plugin plugin. <laughs> no, it's against my morals. Yeah. My last link is uh, the Goodreads Choice Awards 2019. As everybody probably by now knows, what we both like to read. And okay, let's see what, you know, was so great in 2019, but voted by the people of Goodreads, goodreads.com. Uh, particularly one that I actually posted, will post in the link is the best science fiction books. Why? Because I can't seem to find a good book in science fiction that I like. So I was like, okay, this is my last straw, so to speak. You know, I'm going to try this one. And the name of the book is Recursion. So we will see. That was the voted best book of 2019. So we shall see. All right. Very nifty. And... Once again, we brought all kinds of delicious links to the people of the internet, and we'll do it again next time. See ya, guys. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye.